You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, this is the 415ers on the Odyssey Sports Podcast Network, 95.7 The Game. That's Mark Randy. I'm Evan Giddings. You can check us out on the Odyssey app. Also, check us out on YouTube on 95.7's YouTube channel. Subscribe while you're there. We're coming at you twice a week here in the offseason. Training camp is coming up in a couple of weeks. And then, of course, preseason, regular season. Uh, TBD on when we'll move to those three episodes per week, Mark. Who knows if we got some more content, some big topics to talk about. We maybe throw some extra episodes at you. Who's to say? But the last part of this episode, Mark, we do want to focus on uh, the the guy that I just mentioned, Brock Purdy. And as much as to me, it is about what Brock Purdy is, which currently is a better quarterback than Trey Lance. uh, You brought up something I thought was interesting, which is your kind of biggest concern about Brock Purdy as the starting quarterback. There's not a ton of data to kind of move off of um, or make, a, I guess, a claim off of. Um, but I guess, you know, where, where were you coming from with, with this question as far as your concerns about Purdy? It's an interesting one because this almost feels like a, a compliment, but because Brock Purdy was so good in this area, it, it gives us a spot where we haven't really seen a bunch of Brock Purdy. So you remember last year, the Niners and, and Brock Purdy were just so good when Purdy was the quarterback, they were dominating most of the games. Um, they really weren't in pressure situations late. But as a result, Evan, uh, we talk about Purdy as a a small sample size, just as a whole, where he has an incredibly small sample size is in kind of those clutch pressure big moments. So you look at Brock Purdy in his career, again, last year, um, in his eight starts, 248 dropbacks, only 25 of those dropbacks were in the second half when he was trailing. The results, 16 of 25 passing, about a 64% completion percentage, no touchdowns, and two interceptions. In second halves, trailing. Not a great line there from Brock Purdy. What about specific to just the fourth quarter? Trailing in the fourth quarter. Brock Purdy, 5 of 12 passing, 42% completion percentage, no touchdowns, and an interception. Those rank him near the very bottom of all qualified quarterbacks in the NFL. Now, again, it's an entirely tiny sample size. I'm not saying I expect that to continue as Brock Purdy continues his career. All I'm saying, Evan, is if I were to pinpoint an area that concerns me um, as a, you know, someone watching this 49ers team leaning on this quarterback to be their quarterback of the future and to hopefully help them win a Super Bowl. He hasn't really been tested all that often in those high pressure moments. And when it rarely has happened, he hasn't been very effective and very clearly not nearly as effective as he has been in all of the other moments. Now, again, you have to credit him because the team was ahead for so much of his time 
as the team's starting quarterback, but when they got behind. Think back to the second half of the Raiders game. They ended up winning it, yes. He made the plays, the, the few plays here or there. There are also great plays offensively and defensively elsewhere, but he hasn't had that kind of success yet from that from behind second half, fourth quarter position just yet. So if I had to think of one area that I'm a little concerned of with Brock Purdy, it is the fact that we just don't really know what kind of quarterback he is in those high pressure moments. That's something that I will be keeping a very keen eye on early this season, assuming he's healthy and playing because we just simply haven't seen too much of it. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. That's valid. I also think that's a very comforting stat for Kyle Shanahan because I, I don't think he wants his quarterbacks to be playing from behind late in games. So the fact that it's only happened a few times uh, is probably even more reason that he feels comfortable with him being his, his number one quarterback. And the fact that he was undefeated <laughs> like in all those situations. Uh, to me, the biggest concern is in a way, <clears throat> excuse me, kind of his his biggest strength or I guess the, the biggest separator from him to Jimmy Garoppolo, his ability to extend plays, it does give me a little bit of pause in that there were a few times this year, yeah, more than a few, there was, I guess, like a split second separating Brock Purdy from getting the ball off and being absolutely destroyed <laughs> by an impending defensive lineman. And those to me are plays where, Look, if you know, one of Brock Purdy's strengths is his ability to survey the field and make those quick, instant decisions. And so maybe he'll never run into this problem. But I just have a little bit of concern about a six foot, 200 ish pound quarterback dancing around the pocket, uh, trying to evade defenders and not necessarily knowing when to get rid of the ball because that's something that I didn't see a whole lot of and is not necessarily individual to him. I think rookie quarterbacks in general try to do too much, especially uh, when you're on a team as with as many playmakers as he has. You're always trying to get the ball into their hands and allow enough time for those guys to get open. But I just wonder if now this year with an extra you know, eight games of tape for people to look back on and say, what can we do to Brock Purdy? How can we make him un uncomfortable? I do think if he continues to work and operate outside of the pocket, that he's going to put himself at risk. And what have the 49ers had trouble doing in recent years, keeping their quarterback healthy? And to me, that's as much of a Kyle Shanahan thing as it is also maybe those, those specific quarterbacks. I just don't want to see Brock Purdy play into that even more. Yeah, no, I get that. And something you mentioned was obviously health of the quarterback room. Uh, something that concerns me about Brock Purdy as well, it's the health of the running back room. Um, you know how valuable the running back room is. Let's say, knock on wood, say Christian McCaffrey has an injury-plagued season uh, and he misses a bunch of time. How does Brock Purdy and this 49ers offense from a larger picture, how do they deal with that? Um, you look back on what the 49ers did last year, and this comes from Warren Sharp on Twitter, a, a great football follow. 
percent of runs, running back runs, that is, versus seven plus box defenders. So essentially, the defense is expecting run. They are playing the run. The 49ers led all of the NFL. 91.1% of their running back runs were against seven plus box defenders. Now, the 49ers still had a lot of success despite the fact that they were running against a stacked box, one of the best rushing teams in the NFL. A big part of that is, of course, Christian McCaffrey. Let's say Christian McCaffrey, for whatever reason, misses a handful of games, and the 49ers go back to their rushing attack from before Christian McCaffrey. Still a better-than-most rushing attack in the NFL, but not nearly as effective as great. The 49ers did not, were not able to take advantage of throwing against stacked boxes. What does it tell you that defenses are willing to stack the box against the 49ers? They don't respect the quarterback enough to commit a bunch of defensive backs back to protect against the deep ball. The 49ers, whether it was Jimmy Garoppolo or Brock Purdy, haven't shown that consistently enough. So where I'm a little bit concerned, Evan, is say for whatever reason, if it's an injury, if it's just struggles, the 49ers run game loses a little bit of its luster. Not saying I expect it to. Shanahan is a wizard with drawing up run plays. But if it does, and defenses no longer need to stack the box as much as they have in the past, I'm a little fearful that it's going to severely limit the 49ers passing attack, which has always been predicated off of the run. And if they don't have that, where does this passing offense go? So I'm a little bit concerned how Purdy and the offense respond if they can't rely on the run game as much as they have in the past. Yeah, no, I think that's a good point. And I want to stop there because I think this is a conversation that we can continue in our next episode. Uh, drop it on Thursday. Keep an eye out for that wherever you download your podcast from Odyssey app specifically uh, because there's a lot to talk about with Brock Purdy and I think what to expect of him this upcoming season especially coming off an injury, what to expect potentially of the entire quarterback room. We got him to Trey Lance today, Sam Darnold. Training camp is just a couple of uh, weeks away. Rookies report soon, veterans after that. So there's going to be a lot more conversation and content coming out of the 49ers in in, uh, in the near future weeks. So I, I do believe that that's something that we'll, we'll have to continue to dive into. But that's going to do it for this episode of the 415ers podcast. We appreciate you tuning in however you do. Mark Randy, Evan Giddings, we appreciate you. We'll talk to you next time.